This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'm delighted to welcome on Jill, who is doing a lot of good work with her game too and uh, at Pulse. I'm just wondering, before we do get into the her game too stuff, Jill, perhaps you could just talk to us about how you first got into Pulse, how long you've been watching them, all that type of stuff. Yeah, um, well, my story starts like a lot of other fans with my dad. He took me along to my first game a long time ago, um, back in the late 80s. Um, I can't actually remember what match it was, but I just remember sitting in the old family enclosure at the back of the mill house, um, which felt a million miles away from the pitch at the time. I say a pitch, it was probably more a mud bath. But um, yeah, that was my first memory of ever going to Pools. But uh, brilliant, loved it. But my dad didn't take us back till I was in school, so it would have been like 1990. I was a teenager and... Me and one of the other girls wanted to play football, but there was no sort of classes or anything. So um, we said, oh, should we, should we go and watch pills? Yeah, I'll go. My dad was up for it. Absolutely up for it. So we went back. So this would have been the era of Cyril Knowles. He'd just been appointed manager um, and things were starting to look on the up. Um, yeah, so we went back and, and watched them. So that summer... So that was 1990, yeah, so summer was Italian 90, so we had the whole Gary Lineker thing and all that going on, and Bobby Robson, and the best shell suit England have ever had. Um, and then we got season tickets, the 1990-91 season, which was a good year to get a season ticket, considering it was the only the second ever promotion in Poles history. So that was a, a good time to go. Um yeah, so I was season ticket holder for a few years then. And then I moved out of town and sort of didn't go as much. But I kept, it was my dad was the constant. He kept getting a season ticket. He kept, um, kept me up to date with everything that was going on with pools. Um, yeah, he absolutely loved it. But his, his story actually goes further back than that because his brother-in-law actually played for pools a long, long time ago. So when he was a teenager, it was, it was um, his brother-in-law, Billy Hughes, was a central defender for Hartlepool was the captain so that's where his love of pools came from and then subsequently myself um yeah he just kept me up to date with everything that was happening 
And then, unfortunately, in 2019, he took it ill. Um, so I never got to take my son to pools with him. Um, so the whole promotion year was quite emotional for me personally, because it was just sod's law or divine intervention, whatever you want to call it. They got promoted the year after he passed away. Um, but I was determined then to get to go back and take Owen, get him into football. Um, and basically we haven't looked back. We've been got part season ticket last year, we renewed for this year, and we go to as many away games as we can. Um, yeah, so it's like we're full on back back at the Vic, loving it. That is such, such wonderful insight. Um, we are wondering, um, in your time watching Pearls, could you give us your favourite memory or a moment since you've been gone? Ooh, I think, I think because it was the first glimpse of success, probably was the promotion day back in 91 against Northampton Town. The pitch was a mess. Joe Allen had no teeth. Um, but we didn't, but we didn't care. We, we, we got promotion. It was absolutely brilliant. And it was lovely to do it for like Cyril Knowles, you know, everything he'd done. And Alan Murray and all that. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Could you possibly put into words how he felt when the club won promotion back to the EFL on that famous day um, at Ashton Gate? Just very emotional. Very emotional. It was, I was gutted I couldn't be there. Like I was saying, the whole link with my dad, with him just passing away the year before, you know, he'd have a season ticket, he'd a lifelong fan and season ticket for 30 years. It was just gutting. We couldn't have all gone down and seen it all together. Um, but absolutely chuffed to bits. Just, as I say, standing, I couldn't watch the penalties. <laughs> couldn't watch it. Um, I never, haven't never been able to watch penalties very well. Um, I had me other half and my son in the front room screaming their heads off. <laughs> and I'm like, kept peering around the corner. Have they done it? Have they done it? No, no, they haven't. And like you say, that the noise of mm. that penalty coming off the gloves and hitting that bar, it just, yeah, gives you goosebumps every time you hear it now. Absolutely, mm. absolutely brilliant. No, 100%. I mean, <laughs> I can't, I've lost count of the amount of times we've discussed on this podcast, then penalties the whole day yeah. in Bristol, you know, that, how much it meant to all of us, as you say there, and obviously it had differing reasons for you as mm. well with the story yeah. that you've kindly like shared with us there. I mean, now that we've talked a bit about yourself, a bit about your journey with Pools, the main reason for getting you on is the work of her game too. Now, perhaps we could start by you giving the listeners a little insight into the work that's done by them if people, you know, don't already know much about them. Yep. So her game two was um, founded back in May to 2021. It was a group of 12 ladies led by Kaz May. Um, she came up with the idea um, just basically because of the experiences that her and these girls had seen and been through. And it's like, we need something a campaign to just make awareness of this and why can't women and girls enjoy the football with the lads it's you know alongside them and going and it sort of resonated with me because obviously with going back to the 1990s I went with my dad and male like relatives you don't realize how much they sort of stuck up for you and protected you from that because it it was right stand on the millhouse terrace 30 years ago um it, it was quite daunting in a way but I was sort of protected a little bit from it and you get a bit resilient to it but anyone who was younger than that I don't think it would have been a very pleasant experience at all um but there was women going then I remember women going back then but you I think they gave as good as they got basically um 
yeah, so they, it was founded back then um, and it is to promote sort of encouraging the next generation of girls to get involved with football anyway. So it's fans, players, staff and coaches. Um, and their main aims are just to create visibility and championing female role models in the game. Um, making the stadiums a safe place for women to go and enjoy the football and taking the action against any sexist abuse. And the Hair Game 2 also donate funds towards the development of grassroots girls football across the country and um, education in schools. So pushing the message of equality in schools for, you know, the boys can know from early age. I mean, oh, and now my son, he's, he knows that football is for everybody. Women can play football, girls can play football. There's absolutely nothing stopping them. So it's, it's educating everybody really from all ages. Um, yeah, I was first aware of them towards the end of last year on social media, thought it was a great cause. Um, and then earlier this year, they were asking for a new ambassadors for any clubs that weren't already had one in place. So I contacted them, had a word with them. It's like, yeah, we're not partnered with Hartlepool United yet. Great. If you want to do it, Jill. Um, but pretty much the same week, Emily Eason had got in touch with them as well. So the pair of us sort of got together, um, got a little little team and getting a plan to, to work towards partnering with Hartlepool United. So following on from that, what yeah. specifically are the plans for her game at Pearls? Is there something that you've already have in place? I um, guess what I'm asking is, is there any outline strategies? Yeah, we're working on a strategy actually. Emily's done a lot of work behind the scenes for that. Um, we have met with Stephen Horbin, who was totally welcoming and supportive of the campaign. So we are working towards a a, a proper um, official partnership at the moment and um, so locally where we want to like champion the female supporters I know I haven't been like constantly at the Vic all these years but what's great for me is where like obviously I sit in the Cyril Knowles um, stand is seeing women and girls of all ages coming with their dads with their partners with their friends with their kids and enjoying enjoying the match so it's championing them getting their stories it'd be great to maybe have um, something in the programme each week so we can talk to like, the staff, the players, the women's team promoting HUFC women, um, physios, officials. Um, but one of the main things which is part of the partnership is to get a reporting system in place so if any issues do arise people know where to report it. I don't think there's anything at the minute you know it's like training the stewards up so they're aware of what what to do, where to pass the messages on, just to basically improve the, the experience for women and girls at the, at the stadium and such things like Emily's put in place the sanitary supplies and the toilets. That's like a good starting point. That's worked well nationally. Um, and we're also working towards a, maybe having a dedicated fixture where we have the girls doing the, the, the ball boy job, if you know what I mean, for want of a better word. Mm. Um, and girls teams, uh, the girls doing, or even get the women's team to maybe even play on the pitch. That would be absolutely amazing to have like a double header match where the, 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 the lads play their match and then the women come on and play afterwards. That would be absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, and to work on feedback from the fans. It's working together with everybody to, to, to just make the experience a whole lot better. Oh, 110%. I mean, it's great to hear the work um, that you're doing with Emily to, to get the, that in motion. And, you know, hopefully it'll be able to gain momentum. I'd heard of her game too. 
um, a little while ago, like yourself on social media. I know a couple of people who've been involved in that and, you know, play quite a big part in, in the movement. And, you know, I think the important thing is creating that awareness and making sure that it's a safe space for everyone to go and watch whatever club you support, um, yeah. you know, whatever background, etc. I mean, social media can play such a big part nowadays. And I guess you've got the social media page. We know about HFC chat, but if fans want to get in touch with you to find out more, to try and lend support, etc., what are the kind of key points of contact that they can get in, in touch with? Yeah. So we're on uh, Twitter and Instagram, but we've also got a web website. We've got an email address mm-hmm. that anyone can contact us on. Um, our Twitter handle is HUFC underscore HGT and the details are on there with our uh, email address, which is Hartlepool United, HGT at Outlook.com. And there's a link on there to the general Hair Game 2 website, which is hairgame2.co.uk. And that has absolute raft of information about the national strategy of what we're trying to achieve. Um, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So that's the best way for everyone to get in touch with you and, and try and build yeah. a bit more momentum around that. Yeah, absolutely. Finally then, and again, it's been wonderful to, to hear this wonderful insight. Um, but moving on now to, to next season, how confident are you in how the lads will do and where could we finish? Eternal question. Well, um, obviously I don't think everyone's heard of all the players we've brought in. Um, it's a bit of unknown, but I think we have to have our faith in Paul Hartley. He's, he's he talks a good talk. He he seems very he knows his plan. Him and Gordon seem to know what they're doing. Um, they've got the experience under the belts, and reading and listening to them talk, they seem to know what type of players they want and getting them in slowly, but they're getting there. Um, so I think we've just got to put our faith in him and just see how it goes. I have absolutely no idea where we're going to end up. But if you look like last season, who knew that Forest Green were going to do what they were going to do? And mm. Who knows? It's football. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we've said this, we've had various discussions um, when we've been speaking privately between ourselves as lads that go to pools. I think there's always been this mindset that pools are never the ones to challenge for titles, pools are never the ones to finish. Well, why can't we break that mould? Why can't we start mm. to... Um, you know, move forward, and as you say, get behind Paul Hartley, and uh, you know, who know, who knows what could happen. But Jill, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on. Fantastic to have your insight into her game too, and learn a bit more about you and that wonderful journey that you've been on with Pools. So, thank you very much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Been a pleasure. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.